1: Hello and welcome to the Travel Bet Podcast for Saturday the 27th of June 2020. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good afternoon, John. And Godo. Hello. think that's any better? Um, I'd
0: be pretty standard.
1: Gary, Gary, the producer, is is nominating, is putting forward that I don't introduce it with enough charisma. I don't. I think he wants like a game host. I'm not Shane Ritchie, right? Um, hello and welcome to the Travel Bet <laughs> Podcast. It's never going to be like that.
2: Oh, that's going to be some serious clipping for the people listening to that to start with.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's standards. Know what to expect. The three of us are here off the back of another good week. Oh,
1: good the good Excellent week. Like, I love... So, for anyone, like, we need to maybe just share a picture of how I monitor this just on a spreadsheet. It just gets green or red. You're in or out. And since we have returned without any form table being able to go on for the previous three months, we seem to have been hitting so much green, it's unbelievable. I've not missed a banker. Like, I know that yeah. sounds obvious. Like, if you're calling one of your sections a banker, you shouldn't. But still, gambling. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm hitting I'm 100% on my bankers just now. Midweek and
0: full episode. Delighted that now. It's going very well. I had a big banker at the weekend. That's a good banker at odds of 4 or 6. What Grandy? <laughs> you- uh, yeah, kickers versus... Kevin sir, and they won three nil. It's comfortable. Nice and easy. Four to six. Super. Four to rib. six
1: is one of the biggest bankers I think we for that. It must be.
0: Yeah, it's a big that's yeah. big for a banker. Like I I just couldn't see any other outcome in that game and didn't know why they were that high. Yeah. Oh no, it might not be. It'll
2: be the biggest one we've hit. Did you not have one before in Japan that moved overnight to like four and a half to one? <laughs> You're right, I can't get odds yet. Oh shit, they're actually five to one.
0: The team's all out with a virus or something. Yeah, yeah. like, like happened midweek this week.
1: Yeah, who was it that highlighted that? Uh, it was Jason Scott. That's right. Not. So that was the game ends. so that was uh, Sochi versus Rostov.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rostov giving it the old, <laughs> fuck you, bring it. <laughs> like, this game's going to hit. The, they
1: did they not take the lead?
2: They did. Chris <laughs> Kelly as well come back and said he backed them, and he was like, fucking should have cashed out at 1 0. They
0: lost 10 so. 1. They finished 10-1 and the keeper that let in 10 goals was the man in the match. Because <laughs> <laughs> he made 15 saves, including a penalty save. Like, his goal just got battered <laughs> and, he's 15, and he's 15 years old.
1: Yeah. What, oh, the goal 15? So, like, yeah. Well, the whole team, it was their under-17 team. I know, but because, I didn't realise, like, what, like, that could have been 17-year-olds, which doesn't make, me, doesn't make it that impressive to me. Oh, a 15-year-old kid.
0: Just like, so it, I'm going to Google his name because he deserves to an actual uh, shout out, of course. Uh, that is unbelievable. But that was recognised, and he got man in the match for it. And I gave me lost 10-1 <laughs> So might, just getting the goal battered by like a professional football team. You're the under. You're, you're 15 years old. That must be so hard. And said, Popov, the is amazing, though. What's his
2: name? Sorry, John. Denis Popov.
0: Denis Popov.
2: Well played. Well played. You are Trample well, Bet's first man of the
1: match. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you never can see 10 goals again. <laughs> again. Did anyone have
0: over so, 10.5 goals? <laughs> so eight point five. So luckily, and we said this on the podcast last week, so usually, John, I back all the bankers as a treble uh, and then all the values, depending on odds as a treble and then the outsiders as a tricksy. But last week, I only banked your, I only, I only back yours and my banker as a double. Because I just hated Gordon's one so much, usually and usually i I always just go with the treble I, I just do it because you know it's you know we're all staking our opinions out there and we'll see, but Gordon i just couldn't I just couldn't see why that was a good idea
2: actually uh, having wait, i'd watched the full game and then uh, yeah, it was exactly as you said, it's like we don't have the fitness to do that press for
0: no, no it was awful Look, the game was actually. It was dreadful. Terrible. Wasn't a good watch. So that's Liverpool um, against Everton. And it it, hmm. it wasn't it just ended nil-nil. It was pretty pretty poor match. Yeah. But you made up for it elsewhere, certainly.
1: Yes. So my, I did. my banker quickly was a goal in the second half. I talked to Manu Fernandez. Manu were a much better side. The goal was going I think you'd messaged me, Andy, but I hadn't seen it until after the game. I felt like the goal was always going to come. Like I, I did
0: feel like Manu were going to get a goal. Took a penalty for it to happen, but...
1: At my value for
2: last week, then, to move on to things that actually won for me, was um, Paderborn versus Gladbach and both teams to score. Paderborn have continued their... Well, I mean, they, they won't be continuing their stint in the fucking Premier League, the Bundesliga, <laughs> much longer. However, they uh, since they're rock bottom, but they've scored every week at home since November, and they continued that by losing 3-1 to München Gladbach. <laughs> yep, and good
0: shout. Two to three, so... Uh, I had Braunschweig uh, to beat Munster, which they obliged and did at odds of 5-7 to seven with a 1-0 win. So, another value in.
1: And my value did not come in this week. It was Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace. I had pointed out that these two teams were the highest scoring in the last 25 minutes of games and the second half in general. But Crystal Palace ruined that by scoring their first goal in the opening 15 minutes of a game this season. And following up, we only scoring this twice in the first half for the second time this season. So it was just an anomaly. The game was dead by half-time. Palace were always in control of the game. They didn't have to do anything. Palace were Even at 2-0, Bournemouth were too scared to really press because they knew they still had Townsend to come on, Zaha on, Ayu on, Benteke on. They just... Crystal Palace are really fucking... See, for anyone in the bottom half of the table, Crystal Palace are a really tricky side to go down to because Zaha, Ayu, and Townsend on the break are phenomenal and like even though, like of and Milojevic, they've got excellent midfielders as well. Like they're a really good side. Yeah, like, the one watching of... has just pure repaired all the damage that like his <laughs> Liverpool and England stint done just by going. Oh no, I'm very capable of building because Palace can still make Europa League. Yeah, and and Palace are one of these teams that like you know
2: if they have early 2000 Spurs kind of where or or, or late 2000 Spurs where they should be challenging for, like, Champions League isn't, you know, a good run doesn't see them doing too badly against teams that are playing in the Champions League, can I, and I mean, and they rolled us over a couple of years ago for that, the, when we fucked the league again. Like, if that was that, you know. Well,
1: it's yours, it's, it's yours up next, Gordo, Midweek. I know, I hate playing Crystal
2: Palace. I hate
1: playing Crystal Palace. Did you see the advert for Sky? Like, if somebody was showing that it's not just terrible Scottish biasness by Sky when they're promoting games. It was like no? it was just showing Liverpool goals, like in pure like blood screen. You could see all the images of like Ken Douglas, John Barnes, Robbie Fowler, Steven Jard, mm-hmm. and then it just came up at the side, Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. Like, <laughs> what? That was no, that was just the Liverpool documentary you advertised there. Aye. So football like it's not just old fun bias by the way, they do it in England as well. They just don't give a shit about anyone lower no, t- They're <laughs>
0: just trying to they're trying to promote their product.
1: Yeah. Uh, Outsiders? no I had, I'm not, I'm not um, I thought you did your value sorry sorry in. sorry. oh That's yeah, but, oh my god why would I not have wanted to give this the big up because my outsider was fucking tremendous as well
2: um, uh, so I'll start with my terrible one then and then you can roll into your one Actually, You're it wasn't
1: terrible
2: Cow versus Braga 11 to 4 I was definitely on the right side of that yeah it was a, a nil nil draw um, not a bad bit. nothing happened nof- nothing happened it was, it was one of the dullest games I think maybe in Portuguese history uh, <laughs> I think there was like four shots on target the whole game. Um, Famalicão are, are clearly a very good defence, and Braga can't score. So um, yeah, nil nil. Um, Friday, I was I was happy with the price of that, but close you can get without actually doing it, isn't it?
1: My outsider was in La Liga, Espanyol versus Levante. It was the early kick off on Saturday. Levante away were thirteen to five, so almost three to one. I really fancied them. Espanyol are the worst home team with the way home form's going just now. Levante, one each at half time. They'd taken the lead actually. It went 2 1 on 75 and then 3 1 and 80. So it was in. It was. It ended up being as simple as it was. But when I looked at it at half time, I was at a hill walk. looked at it at half time when I finally got signal and it was one each. But Levante had had like 78% possession away from home. I was like, they are absolutely battering them. There's, there's yeah. no way Espanyol. Like seeing games like this, like. If you're already getting dominated in the first half, you're not likely to overturn that in the second half with players being tired, even with your five subs. It's not gonna happen.
0: Andy, your God. one kept changing odds. My, mine people must have known how confident I was in this because the odds just dropped every single day in the run up to this game. So I think when I tipped it was twelve to five. Um because I get because yeah, on the last week's podcast I gave the option of I've got two outsiders, which one do I put in the charity, which one mm. do I put here? Um nor zealand away at Alberg were, were twelve to five. I think they went off at eleven to eight by the time that kicked off. It's the most comfortable outsider I've ever picked. They won 4-0. They it's the most comfortable past. outsider we've had. Yeah. 4 0 after an hour. Everything about the game was just Zealand Twenty-one attempts at goal in that game. Like they were they absolutely bossed the entire ninety minutes and won comfortably. So for a twelve to five pick, delighted. We've joked with this,
1: right? We are by no means a big podcast, right? We have a good listenership, right? Good, consistent listenership. See, if we do a podcast on a Thursday, Friday that comes out, and we had maybe five or six people backing a Danish mid table clash, that could easily be enough to affect odds in the UK. Like, if, say, 100 people join in, nobody's betting in those leagues. Like, if you're getting yeah. 500 quid through on Norseland at 21, you're maybe going to go. The fuck's happening here? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, why, why have we got this? Why are we getting so many bets for, from the Danish mid-table for an awaiting team, only favourites? Like, like yeah. that, I mean, that's all that happened with Rostov initially, right? People were betting, and then they went, "Oh fuck, they've get people out."
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I just, I, 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 I don't understand why New Zealand. Maybe they don't follow the league as closely as I do. But holy hell, they've been the form team for the last six months against a very average Alborg, like. 4-0 was not surprising to me.
1: And as good as it was, unfortunately, by the way, we chose Andy. You gave us the option which one to put in the charity and which one not. We could have got the charity up, had we reversed that legal. round.
0: I think in the charity bets, we've got two out of three the last three weeks running and it's been a different one of each of us each week. Yeah, it it <laughs> because it was Gordon, then John, then we. <laughs> so we'll get my bad shout out of the way. I, I took Union Berlin. Um, away at Hoffenheim just because Hoffenheim haven't been up too much I wouldn't have taken this pick if we'd recorded the podcast on Thursday because Union Berlin beat Paderborn midweek and that basically ensured their safety in the league and meant this game didn't matter anymore to them alright Rostov's
2: keeper could have got a game played in this one
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's it you get me so hopefully people maybe saw that and went, right, because we did mention there were mid midweek fixtures between when we recorded and, and when yeah. this would happen. In Berlin's one was very winnable. So they won against Paraport and then just got rolled over against Hoffenheim. But your two picks were excellent.
1: Yeah, I bet uh, against yeah. Jena just because yes, I had to. Did. Uh, Victoria Kern, 5-4, uh, they were away. They won 3-2. They were 3-1 up. We had about 20 minutes to go. It was very comfortable. Jena are just absolutely rotten, man. They are so, so bad. And I had Wolfsburg away to Schalke.
2: Schalke have been dreadful. Truly yeah, dreadful. Yeah, they're actually coming. shite, right?
1: Yeah. Shite.
2: Four, four to six. So that was that for a, an away team. Yeah. It's quite a short price. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so that, that was it. So it took two for four for, for me on that, uh, with Liverpool really being the big letdown for
1: a, a mega week. Um, three out of four for me, my value
0: Yep, three out of four for me. So Mr. Charity, which equated to two out of three in all categories across the board. Nice, so well, nice. well done guys. Let's let's hope we get another week like that.
1: Yeah, let's continue on to this week's picks, then I'll go first. So this is for the weekend of Saturday, 27th of June 2020. My banker is Dortmund versus Hoffenheim. Goal in the first half is two to nine. Neither of those teams have much to play for. I think it's just a massive fuck you, just go and do what you want. I reckon there'll be changes in the teams, but I reckon there'll be a lot more loss football. There'll be attacking football. Like I said, with the Mainz pick last week, midweek, all Dortmund's first half since returning have had a goal. Um, Hoffenheim are conceding goals at an astronomical rate just now. Um, I just can't see this not being goals, and I cannot see there being a goal early on. I, I ju- it just has to be. There needs to be a goal early on. And two to nine is very good, but we have spoken before. I'm taking screenshots of these odds because they do change fucking rapidly when it's stuff like this. So you're yes. betting on any goal in the first half. It's currently two to nine from a banker. I've can't wait got, for it to. I've got a screenshot of proof, right? But I do not know what it will be in like three days.
0: <laughs> um, I, I can't even tell you the odds on my banker yet Because the fixtures are happening so quick and so fast Especially in lower leagues um, There's a game in between when we record and when these games happen So it's Bayern 2 away at Carlisle Hiena uh, Bayern are top of that league just now on 58 points But there's a team on, the Braunschweig also on 58 and There's two teams on 57 So it's really tight, points matter at the top of the league Jena are ruined at the bottom. They've got nothing to play for. You've just said, John, they're absolutely so terrible. So There's no way Baron 2 do not win this game. So I can't give you odds on it just now. Um, they're playing away from home at Carl's Ice Jena. It's a, it's a banker bet. They should just be on every coup. They'll win.
2: I like the conviction there. John, I'm going to take something you said in the midweek podcast about uh, Espanyol being the worst home team in the league. And I've taken Real Madrid away at Espanyol. This is the best away team versus the worst home team. 11 (laughs) points all season at home. Uh, Espanyol have picked up. Uh, Madrid have returned well, three out of three. Espanyol have won one, drawn one, lost one. Unsurprisingly, their loss came at home. Um, Barca have slipped a bit. So Barca gave them a bit of leeway now. They're both on the same points.
1: They need to capitalise. 1-2. 1-2. Banker. It's a really solid bet. I don't I don't see how that doesn't come in. It's ironic. You've seen Real Madrid that they're actually technically playing all their games away from home. Yeah. Like all of them. Like they're playing on the Academy Stadium mm-hmm. outside. Like I only just noticed that. So I was watching the game against maybe Valencia. What was the game? They won 3-0 there.
2: Uh, let's have a look. The game they won 3-0 was against Valencia. Yes, at home.
1: Yeah. And I was watching it going it's really weird, the Bernabeu for this camera angle, we all like, just the banners up, looks really, really odd. And then it wasn't until about 15 minutes in, it was like a view of the goalie taking a goal kick from behind. And Mm -hmm. it was just this small one-tiered stadium. And I was like, oh, they're not playing at the Bernabeu. (laughs) Because they went, why the fuck would I ruin my stadium if it's not going to make any difference?
0: Yeah, totally. I
1: don't need people. in. Have you seen that Hamden are talking about, like, trying to get people to use their stadium when football comes back? for the likes of, say, like a Dundee United or a Hearts Motherwell, anyone that would want it because, like, if Dundee United were to fill, like, a 15,000 stadium, they kind of get everyone in. But if they played their game at Hamden, they could get all their fans in and they could have it distanced. That was, ah. like, a selling point, was you could get it, you it's wouldn't, like, those clubs wouldn't have to
0: lose gate important gate money. Maybe yeah, but Dundee go somewhere quite else. Far, Dundee's quite far away from Glasgow. Yeah, as someone that does that journey the other way, every week to get Sunday. that would be the incredible. best thing ever for you. Me, considering I live in walk within walking distance of Hamden, that would yeah. be uh, that would be wonderful.
1: Because I think Murrayfield were considering doing the same for Hearts and Hibs as well. And like saying, well, there you go. Like we could play games here if you wanted all your fans in and have it distance mm. so they could get the games. I was kind of going, like that. That's actually a, a decent idea, Rob, and having it just empty stadiums and go nah no, like, I, I actually does make it much more sensible why Why wouldn't we have some form of crowding
0: mm. <clears throat> 25 20, 25 quid for me to get my cardboard cut out Tanner dice for the beginning no, have
1: the they already organised that
0: season ticket holders 25 bucks
1: why, why? yeah no I suppose I've like seen um, i seen a uh, a Blackburn fan actually tweet about Charlie McGrew like he happened to be like sat next Charlie McGrew i it was like fucking somebody who just sat next to him. <laughs>
0: That's brilliant. So yeah, so I'll, I'll obviously be doing that for the Dundee Wright game. If any listener wants to do it as well, just go on Dundee Wright's website. Get yourself get yourself to Tannadice virtually.
1: And I've totally um, I've totally bailed. I've totally got, I've totally renewed a season ticket because I, I knew I would because the closer it was getting to it, I, I couldn't not. It was it's yeah. really annoyed me to that point. And I knew I knew was never, I don't think I even said at the time, I knew I was never really not going to get a season ticket, right? But I'm annoyed that I did, and I'm still annoyed yeah. that I have. I'm annoyed that I've now signed it and when I could old habits die, John. Ah, uh, you know it's always going. To happen. I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping that, like, I think Italy have said that they, they have not seen any trace of the virus anymore in their country. Um, I think Germany, a couple of cases crop up, but they've kind of reopened, so they're like kind of go most of a couple. So I know the R rate's so high, but it's only based in the last few days. I'm hoping that it's just been that it's actually escalated quicker. But they're going. No, I think we're actually over the the very worst part now, and we don't really see where the second spike until way later could come. And I'm I'm I'm, hope, I'm hoping it's a quick turnaround at the stadium. now. I, I think I've kidding myself on to be like, no, nah, no, nah, that's it now. It's going to be stadiums are going to be quickly filled. We need to do a few tests, a few tests of like a quarter of a stadium to go. Right, this is doable. Or am I? Am I now being just hopeful because I've splashed out seven hundred quid? I think. I think so.
0: However, <laughs> I, I,
1: like
0: I think you're being hopeful because I'm on the other side. I'm on. I'm on the side of. I've, I've already written the money off. That I won't be seeing any games. So any games I get to see in person is a bonus for me now. Um, but yeah, let's recap the bankers. So it's uh, Bayern two away at Jena.
2: Um, I had. I had Madrid away. at Espanol.
1: Dortmund Hoffenheim goal in the first half.
2: Now, speaking of season tickets, of the values, John.
1: Yeah, I've done two I've basically done two outsiders here. I've not really taken a value, but I will explain because the term still exists. Wolfsburg versus Bayern. Wolfsburg need to win to try and secure a Europa League spot. That has to happen. Bayern have a cup final a week after against Leverkusen. Bayern have won the league. Bayern have mm. nothing to gain from playing this game. They have nothing to gain for putting out a full strength side. As it stands, Wolfsburg are three to one to win at home. I see no reason. <laughs> Why they are not going to roll over Bayern here? Bayern are going to have to use their squad. Now, don't get me wrong; that involves Kingsley Coman coming into the team. Aye, it involves it involves, it involves Martinez coming in. It, aye, but I would not be surprised if Bayern were to rest all eleven key players for this game because if they got sent off for some reason, they missed the final. There, there's no, there, it's not. If they get injured, they miss a final. There's no, there's no worthy risk here for them to do this they've won the league they will finish top they have a cup final a week later against Leverkusen they're a very good side it's not worth it and Wolfsburg have the motivation of needing to win this game so 3-1 mm-hmm. to one, Wolfsburg at home to Bayern Munich who have nothing to play for
2: i looked look to that as well I, 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 it, it didn't feature but that was one of the things I was like oh
0: that's 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 quite interesting um, T- I think it's the word tasty spicy <laughs> Spicy. Uh, my value Saturday at 1pm. I presume it's going to be value. Uh, again, it's the Drita Liga, so the odds aren't out yet. So have a look for this. Braunschweig away at Zwickau. Uh, Zwickau are not very good. Uh, their last two games have been a 3-0 loss at home to Ingolstadt and a 1-0 loss away at Grosserpack. Now, I don't really rate either of those <laughs> two games. Um, Brownsvike Bra- 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 have been incredibly good they've been, I've been picking them consistently midweek and weekend, they've been very good, they're good away from home performers, the whole stats just now say, um, that's where you should be looking, they need points they've managed to get themselves into a title race uh, so depending on what goes on midweek they'll, st- they'll still be in it regardless of what goes on midweek is, is, is the point, because uh, they're joint top with Bayern 2 on 58 points um, Zwickau are in the relegation zone just now and they're not going the right way. So I think you'll get branch at a decent value here. I think there'll probably be odds on, but I've, if you're getting anything around 4 to 6 or better.
1: And it's that, exactly what I just wrote in the spreadsheet I've got 1 4 for your banker, and I think I've got forty six for this. It makes yeah. that, those odds kind of sound sensible to me.
0: Knowing the leagues, that's what I expect the odds to be around. Uh, and if you're getting anywhere around 4 to 6 for fight, there, I think that's a great pick.
1: Yeah, I, I do. I like, like, there's been few teams in it just happens to be ones that using. and Gordo have picked out in Germany. There's been teams who have just been consistent since the return, but they've just been really consistent. I don't see how you couldn't back teams like that, especially if the odds are decent, but I would again view it. Like, I think if they pump a team midweek, the odds might change slightly, but who knows?
2: Well, That uh, that brings me on really nicely to Stuttgart versus Darmstadt because they're another team who are exactly in the same position. Stuttgart have handed out two doings in the last two <laughs> weeks. They won 5-1 and 6-0 <laughs> in the last two games. They struggled the, uh, coming back at a lockdown. They had a 0-0 draw in there. A very frustrating one that I think one of us had backed as well. Um, but they've came back. They're playing against uh, Darmstadt. Darmstadt aren't a bad team. They're in 5th position 49 points but Stuttgart are the form team since the, the they've came back. Get ten points in the last five. Darmstadt have got seven. However, I just think Stuttgart are a better team than Darmstadt, and I think for the price of three, um, sorry, at the price of three to five, I'm quite happy taking Stuttgart. It's a low priced value bet for me.
0: It's a low priced value bet, but hey.
2: But I, I, the I is think, the- it is value. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, Stuttgart at home have they've they've played. At home, 16 games and they've got 38 points. They, they excel at home. And if you look at Darmstadt's away record, they lost to Armenia Bielefeld, they lost to Jan Regensburg, they lost to Karsruhe, they beat AUE um, or oh, I can't can never... Ooh. Ooh. Um, it's Stuttgart uh, versus Darmstadt, the last two times it's been played, it's been 2-0 and 2-1. Um, unfortunately, those were a couple of years back against so there was no historical hoodoo or anything in there. 3 to 5. I think they fit the category of Bayern 2 and Braunschweig. So, 3 to 5.
1: I think you hit the nail on the head a bit with uh, the doings, Gordo. I think you can yeah. add 3.5 goals in that game as well. Mm-hmm. I think that'll probably get you closer to um, over evens with that, actually. Yeah. Um, I can see the objects. They're playing midweek. So. I, I know. That's, that's the only problem. And that's quite good because it's a Bundesliga
2: 2. I can get the. The odds that for the, the game but the not game, the more yeah. kind of fine uh, the more small stuff.
1: Um my outsider is a draw, so it's 13 to 5. Union Berlin versus Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf have drawn four out of their seven games since returning. Union's record has played six, won two, lost two, drawn two. Um I think it's got drawn it over Union are safe, Dusseldorf I don't think can do much. I just think it's a nothing game and I think the draw just based on how the results have been going is a really really good bet um, I wouldn't put a score on it I wouldn't um, predict whether it's 0-0 1-1 I just really really fancy the draw I don't think there's anything in it for any team um, but yeah I think this would have drawn four out of seven games is awful and yeah. mm-hmm. Union have drawn two out of the last four as well but it's 2-2-2 two, two, two is the record um, I really fancy this at 13-5 i was maybe, I'm maybe going to put it in my charity but it's just the odds pure change like I mean I've basically got two outsiders this week, um, 13-5 and 3-1. I really fucking fancy both of them. It'll be a double that I'll put on, and I think it's really, really good. We've had, we've picked loads of bets for Germany. Do you know the only thing I'd say about the Dusseldorf-Union Berlin game is
2: that Dusseldorf need a result to make sure they're in the relegation playoff, playoff. instead of the relegation... Like, the, like if Bremen win... And dusseldorf lose, they're automatically relegated as opposed to being in the relegation playoff.
1: Yeah, I haven't actually noticed that goal difference, though, you're right. Fucking hell, I think I thought Bremen were on 26. I'm not changing I wouldn't, right, I wouldn't change I it. I think it'll be a draw. I,
2: I, I wouldn't change I, I think that they're going to try to hammer uh, Union Berlin. I think Union Berlin are good enough to hold yeah. up against them. I've but only, that's I've only something that maybe take in a note.
1: Yeah, I've only looked up that they can catch Augsburg, but I didn't realise that was a relegation playoff spot. I still think it's a draw. I still think it's a draw. Um, yeah. Wait, really look at his face. That was, there, was a, there was pain in that. I'm sticking with my draw. I'm I'm a bit more concerned with outside with the Bremen-Coulomb game, but I'm going to stick with a draw. Yeah. with a draw. There's no way Bremen, Bremen aren't winning that match. Fucking you know, hell. That game could be a draw and all. Two, uh, here, I might be going... Yeah, here... I'm going to add another outsider in there. I can think. Three outsiders. Hey, hey,
0: hey, hey. Can, he, can, he, can he be doing this? No, <laughs> no, no.
2: You can do it in the other bets section, right? Oh, right,
0: okay, yeah. right, okay. So, so we, we track these so that we've got some sort of historical record, John. We can't go just fucking. <laughs> Get right that the, yeah. oh. I'm going to take 12 bankers this week. Ooh, that, <laughs> that'll, that'll be fun. Um, so <laughs> my outsider this week's in the Danish Super League on Saturday at 5 o'clock. I am taking. Bottom of the league, Silkeborg, stranded on twenty points, thirteen points behind Lingby, to win um, away from home at yska at huge odds of four to one. So Silkeborg haven't been great uh, all season. They're they're very much uh, so. The, the Danish league is weird. It splits into three sections. It's split. It's just recently split about a fortnight ago. So you get the top, uh, you get the top teams split off, and then it's sort of pyramids out into two relegation groups. Um, it's, 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 a bizarre, it's a bizarre way of doing it, but it basically means you play the same teams really thick and really fast because they're in a little group of four. They're in relegation group one. Uh, so they've played Sonner Jiska and Silkeborg who have played each other several times of late. Um, they played each other last week, 21st of June, um, and Sonner and won that game 2-1, but only as a result of uh, Silkeborg being ahead and then getting a man sent off, uh, so Silkeborg were one 0 up at half time. Uh, in the second half, in the sixty eighth minute, they got a man sent off, and then conceded two goals in the last fifteen minutes to lose two one. So they're very very capable eleven v eleven of matching Soneriska for for all they've got. Um, if you look, there was a game on the seventh of June where the sides drew two all. So these are these are two closely matched teams that can perform yeah. well. To each other, there's no way one of them should be four to one. It's just it's too big a price. Um, I certainly, I certainly wouldn't be backing Sonnyiska at odds of two to three or five to eight or whatever they'll be. Like that's that's a terrible bet. So being on the other side of it and taking taking Silkeberg at four to one is something I'm more than happy to do. Yeah, I, I, having watched Selkeborg also play Yeah. So do you know what I mean? They're not they're not total trash. They can come out and put in a good performance.
2: Mm-hmm. I haven't watched them recently they're capable uh, and, and lo- I think lockdown's helped them mm-hmm. <laughs> like they've, they've came back and they're
0: better than they certainly were before the break yeah um, and having played this team twice in the last month in drawing one of them and losing the other one only as a result of going down to 10 men I think 4-1's to one's madness so very, yeah. very happy
2: decent well I am uh, back in the Spanish second division for mine and mine's this Malaga versus Girona Another awful. I, I mean, I, I only moved to Spain for outsiders because the teams are just dreadful. that are playing against each other. They're uninterested in performing at any and for any interesting football. And the head to head in this game, let me just take you through it. The head to head in the last three times these teams have met have been one nil, 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 one nil. Right. So there's there's. It's not a fun game of football to ever be played they've drawn malaga have drawn 3 out of the last 5 games girona have drawn 4 out of their last 5 i, I can see this game being a one each draw an 0-0 draw it's 2 to 1 i mean if you look at the odds for whatever happens in this game 2 to 1 for a home win 2 to 1 for a draw 13 to 8 for an away win right it's it's it just looks like another miserable game to add to this girona's um sorry malaga's one of their actually losses instead of draws recently was a 90th minute goal again. So they escaped another draw on their list by a, an incredibly late goal. I just seen this being 1-1 one, one or 0-0. I, I, I looked at the brackets for that. and You can do 1-0, 1-1, 0-0, 2-2. It's close to the price of a draw anyway because you're just guarding against 3-3 three, three or 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, nil, uh, a terrible game of football to avoid watching. However bet on it, 2-1. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm on. I, I'll go on that as well. I think it just it's just so bad. It's terrible. It's just grim. Okay, so that was that's that's our picks. Let's get three each. The charity pick, which we've not managed to hit since returning yet, yeah. but we'll get
0: to it every week. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, so we need to try and figure, We need to try and figure out what the weak link is. Before I mean, nothing we can do. We're going to put the bet on anyway. Um, my charity pick. So it's ten pounds of road money on the treble. One pick each. All the winnings go to Beats and Cancer Trust, which is run by Paul Sheeran just now. And if it doesn't, can we give the, the value of whatever we've been losing bets. So if we lost every week of the year for 40 weeks of the season, we'd give 400 quid at the end. I think we've given way over that already this season just due to yeah. different winnings that we've had. Yeah. My pick, Aston Villa versus Wolves. I'm taking the away team Wolves, even money, just because of how much I've seen against West Ham. Wolves were amazing go at the end. Aston Villa... Um, against Chelsea although they took the lead Chelsea were such a good side in the second half Um, I I really think see with them signing Werner although having said that see since they've brought Giroud into the team like Mm. around February time instead of Abraham it's the same thing France done instead of having um, Benzema playing as centre forward they've just realised that having like a wall player to bounce off of and having five attacking players right around them is so much more beneficial than having another person that moves the same way as Willian, Pulisic, Pedro, Barkley, Giroud. Just comes so- to feet and they all running behind. It's fucking. It works for France. It'll work for Chelsea. Werner, I think. I, I mean, I assume they're him as a centre forward because that's where he plays. But then what is that Giroud out because Abraham's isn't going to sit there. I, it'd be interesting to see what they do, but the flip side to that is the football is fucking really good. I remember seeing that, I remember, I think we talked about it, I remember seeing that tweet when Lampard was in the Chelsea job about two months and somebody said, Frank Lampard's done the impossible. He's made Chelsea good to watch. That's what it was for me. I was like, oh my God, I can actually watch a Chelsea game and be like, this is all right, actually. It's enjoyable football. It's not just the same, like Mourinho, Ancelotti, it wasn't like the same thing again. He's done a great job. Really good, so it'll be good to see them go on, but the main part being is I thought Aston Villa were fucking dreadful in the two games that I've seen them. And I think the way Wolves are playing, I think I really fancy Wolves to come out of this. Again, odds might change. I might change my opinion, to be honest, before the weekend. This is Tuesday just now. There's a run of fixtures before that. But I do fancy Wolves to get the win at Aston Villa. It's a
0: derby as well. Uh for the charity bet. And this is one of the reasons that I wanted you to, to stay quiet earlier. It's Bremen versus Cologne, <laughs> <laughs> The German Bundesliga on Saturday at 2.30 p.m. This is a game that Bremen will be pushing to win. Um, it's also a game that FC Cologne will be keen. Um, they're on 36 points. They're, they're, not, they're, they're not great. I, I think both teams will score in this game, which you will get at 6-10.
1: I, like, I really like that bet because it does tie in with what I was going to say, so that's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want you to ruin it in, in a previous section. I'll be like, oh, well, we've already done this. <laughs> but yeah, if it ties in with your thinking, that's great. Um, yeah, there's been plenty of goals in the team's previous fixtures. Both their defences are poor, right? Like let's, let's be honest yeah. here. Um, so I've definitely, if you look at uh, FC Cologne's fixtures, certainly... Both teams have scored in FC Cologne's fixtures as far back as God. When was the last time? The 29th of February was the last time they didn't uh, have a both teams to score in there. Uh, so yeah, more more than happy that Bremen will be able to score against Cologne, and Cologne will have more than enough to score against Bremen. Um, and I think with Bremen having to push in that game, we'll we'll see goals. Cool. I like
2: that. I like that show. I am going to Denmark for mine on the charity bet. Uh, I'm taking. I a- hate this. Okay, so I will reason with you. So Andy doesn't like this because he would a big-priced... I've got Norgealand and Bronby to draw, right? And he doesn't like it because Norgealand were very good last week. They came out They're for an outsider. and absolutely
0: Four months.
2: So Norgealand and Bronby, the last three times they've played, have been draws, including two weeks... Uh, including just before lockdown when it finished, on the 8th of the 3rd, where they drew two each. zealand overall, have been very good. Um, they lost to Aarhus... They drew um, with FC Copenhagen. They lost to Midtjylland and they beat Silkeberg. Bromby have drawn the last three games as well. Uh, Bromby drew at Aarhus. Bromby drew with Midtjylland. Bromby drew at FC Copenhagen. They're a frustrating team to play against and that was a home away and home. Uh, the last mm-hmm. three times these teams have played have been draws. I think quite a quite big price. 11-4. Draw.
1: I like it, but also a lot of the stuff I base this on is fixtures against each other and um, Nordjylland, scudding Alborg, and the city at the same time as.
0: I just got think
1: scudded been. by Alborg. I'm kind of going. It doesn't add up. But then I have they went scud- scudded by Alborg. They they that they beat four 0 away. That's that's, that's that's a scudding reversal, right? <laughs> <A> <laughs> swing.
0: I just yeah. think so. The reason I don't like it is Nordjaland are by far and away. The form team in this league, I would I would happily back them to win this fixture at odds of even money. Right, uh, I, I, I'm not advocating other people do it, but I I just think if you're looking at all the games possible and trying to pick a winner this weekend, you could easily not go near this game. They're also tied on points. There must, there must <laughs> be there must be, be there must be better. There's better spots. Like if if you're saying it's, it's good if, if you're saying it's good value the draw then yeah maybe it is maybe the draw is more likely than the odds that you're getting for it but that's not the point the charity bet we're trying to win it
2: yeah oh, I yeah. mean I, I, live in, I live at four so I, I had taken my value bet had been quite low down so with my charity when I looked at it I thought right I'm going to put something back into the pot here that I've removed from the value section. I think I would
0: I think I would feel better about the situation in general if you switched them.
2: What well, if I went value for, um, for yeah. my 11, <laughs> I Hold on, my value's 11 to 4. My charity's 2 to 1. <laughs> Sorry, my, my outsider's 2 to 1. Uh, you might need to change the environment.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, if you're saying that this is a good bet on a draw because you see there's value in the price, then...
2: I see value then, yeah. in the price, and I see it has happened multiple times when they played each other, Um they played the last three iterations of this game have ended in a draw. Bromby have been getting draws in their last three games. New Zealand have been very good. Uh, yeah.
0: Bromby have been scrappy. I mean, two of those draws were nil-nil. Um, the other draw was one all, I think, against Copenhagen, and it was late. Copenhagen yeah. sure thought they had enough to win that. Uh, cause they, I think Copenhagen even scored late. Hold on. I'll have a look. Get... Um, Bromby-Copenhagen yeah. was... Well, Copenhagen scored with 10 minutes to go, and then uh, Bromby equalised in the 90th minute. Yes. So, and that's like, there's been, they're the only two goals in their last three three full games. I just think the way that Norgeland are playing just now and having scudded someone 4 0, if a team is going to be able to score a goal against them, it'll be them. Uh, would, you,
2: would you like a side bet on this, uh, on the podcast? I think it's important the two of you do. I yeah, think sure. I'm happy to give you 10, 10 beans on I'll have, draw, and you can have any other. <laughs> Oh
1: no! I make him pick a the Technology and... No, I'll just I'll take that. I see any no, other.
2: I'm confident of my drawing position.
0: Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, I, it might be a draw. It absolutely, might be. I just think if we're trying to win a treble, that that is such a dodgy pick. Doesn't mean it won't happen. Um, it, it just, you know, there's just there's better spots, man. In in, in, in my opinion, but I hope for the sake of the chat, ch- as win win for me now. Yeah. You know, if it does come in, I get a tenner off Gordon and bragging rights, and if it does come in, we hopefully win a charity bit.
1: We've well, been, been getting two out of three, and I think we know which one Andy thinks is going to be the failure this week. Yeah, that's <laughs> <of this> <laughs> so it. One out of three this week. Mine is the only one that comes up. Aston Villa <laughs>
0: versus Wolves, away win, even money. Bremen versus FC Cologne, both teams to score. Norgeal and Bromby draw, 11
1: to 4. That is the charity bet. So I'll we'll add in so what I was going to say uh, during the outsider was I actually really fancy a double bet now that I've looked more detail at the scores in the German league. Uh, Union, Dussel- Union Berlin versus Dusseldorf and Bremen versus Kurn actually fancy both teams to score and draw in both games. Um, there's been four score draws in Düsseldorf seven, so their four draws have been score draws. Kurn, I've had three 2-2 draws since returning. That's a mix of home and away. So I really fancy two draws and I fancy both teams to score in them because both teams have something to do I guess um, that's how I think that'll go I also just like the draw in both games um, you're getting like 3-1 on both them to be draws individually
0: so I quite I just, that. I've just noticed literally right behind my iPad just now this guy it's the Bronby mascot the Bronby
2: bear
1: <laughs> Bro- yeah, Bronby bear as he's known <laughs> he's,
0: he's just he's just sitting there just waiting on a draw <laughs>
1: So that was this week's picks, guys. Huge thanks for all the the info on the Facebook group. There's been some fucking tremendous bets going on that. Because this is this is really the first time. See, because I'm currently in lockdown and also unemployed, it's the first time I've really been able to sit down and actually see what's happening in the Facebook group. There's yeah. so much fucking information.
2: To, to highlight a few, um, Craig Beg uh, getting Campanile five to one uh, for his. He got that as his, I think it was his £5 free bet for uh, at the thirteen fifteen at Royal Ascot, which was good. Uh, and then, yeah, um, Andy, you would a lot of good um, kind of betting advice. We did well for, at Ascot, yeah. Yeah, Royal Ascot again. Um, I'm trying to find, my favourite one of the whole week was, where is he? David Kelly. Esco- having... A tenor on three <laughs> like late night teams that came in clearly in the morning. Like when you woke up, oh there's fifty five quid in my account, so congrats on that getting as well. Kieran Hennessy, uh, Man City Arsenal correct score. That's another good one. Big thumbs up from me. Um yeah, and, and some other ones as well in there um, to boot. And uh, also big shout out to um, Jacob Feldman who has successfully got himself out of Panama. So well done. <laughs> That's, uh,
1: what the fuck?
2: yeah so uh, congrats and he's in his hotel room for two weeks so
0: I mean he's looking, looking through some looking through some stuff so I'll Counting be cash. To what, looking to see what uh, Jacob comes up with and also what Jared's doing um, has oh, the awesome. golf has been brilliant yeah, he's picks for, for the last for the last two weeks generally in the market of top 20 finishes have been really really good so um, if you've got time to do one this week I look forward to reading that
2: definitely
1: And again, another plug, we've been doing midweek episodes, we've been doing UFC episodes, we'll continue to do these videos out on Patreon. Guys, if you want to join the Patreon, it's $5 to support, $10 to get some extra content, and $15 for all the extra stuff. All the sports look that they're opening up again, so we will be pushing stuff more and more. Jared Warren has come back, so we really appreciate that. We appreciate the the 10 people that have continued to support us throughout this whole thing, because it's kept our licensing and rent, because we still have to pay for our studio, even though we're fucking not allowed in it. Um, so it's kept all our costs ticking over we really appreciate it keep enjoying the Facebook group guys because we, we we said this since day one and I think when we first started doing a betting podcast everyone was quick to shoot down when you get stuff wrong and it's like I think you said that as well Andy the, the common enemy's not us against you
0: it's, uh, it's all just try
1: to take money at the bookies
0: which we've been doing yeah With so, good success and we've got a good community on the go now and obviously so we we're like that so uh, share the podcast with your friends if you can support us for five dollars a month on the patreon that it's is so appreciated uh but get out there get us shared um and let's have another good week
1: and to find all our links content or to get in touch just visit tramplebit.com
0: yep. have a good
1: weekend happy
0: hunting bye, bye. Podcast Network.